today on Transforming Lives. passage that we just read in Isaiah chapter uh, 53 verse 1 to 5, this particular passage is the foundational part, passage that substantiates the, the, the principle that healing is through the atonement. Amen. If you want to know uh, uh, concerning um, the atonement and what Jesus did on the cross, this particular passage is the cross of it. It's the foundational passage that we can go to and point to because it, 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 it reveals the bedrock. Welcome to Transforming Lives a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Hallelujah. Amen. First God, open your Bibles, please, to Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. We want to read from verses 1 to 5. Amen. Let's stand and read together. Verses 1 to 5. At the count of two, we'll all read together. One, two. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he has, shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. And he has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we shall desire him. He is despised and rejected a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. And we hid ourselves as it is, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not extend him. Surely he bore our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we extend him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. We magnify your holy name. You are faithful and true. Thank you for what you have accomplished by your spirit in our lives. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. We are continuing our series on the power of God is present to heal. The last time we minister, we shared with you on the seven principles of healing, and that is healing is through the atonement. We share with you three reasons why healing is through the atonement. And they are Christ demonstrated God's provision for healing. Christ came to save and to heal. Satan and his demonic forces are under our feet. Today we want to share with you on the eighth principle of healing, and that is Jesus bore our sins and sicknesses. We want to share with you four reasons why Jesus bore our sins and sicknesses. They are Christ came to save 
and to heal. Jesus fulfilled Isaiah's prophecy. The curse has been broken and it is finished. I mean, let's go ahead and look at each one of them and, and especially uh, um, each one of these different pr principles or reason. Um, the first one is that Jesus came to save and to heal. The passage that we just read in Isaiah chapter uh, um, 53 verse 1 to 5, this particular passage is the foundational pat passage that substantiates the, the, the principle that healing is through the atonement. Amen. If you want to know uh, uh, concerning um, the atonement and what Jesus did on the cross, this particular passage is the cross of it. It's the foundational passage that we can go to and point to because it, it, it reveals the bedrock. As I was prophesying about the Messiah, Jesus came. He fulfilled it. Amen. In Matthew, Matthew pointed back to Isaiah. And then when Peter wrote his epistle, Peter pointed also to Matthew and to Isaiah concerning what Jesus accomplished. And so this is the foundation of what we can stand on, what we can believe, what we can uh, put our faith in concerning Jesus uh, coming and dying and paying the price for our sins and our sickness and disease. Amen. And so that we can experience healing and deliverance. Amen. When you look in this particular passage, the Bible tells us um, that Jesus bore our sins and our sorrows. He bore our our grief. When you look at the, the verse in verse 4, and it says, Surely he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now, when you look at that particular, the, the word that is used, the Hebrew word that is used there for grief is the word chilo. And basically, it means sickness, or it's translated everywhere else in the Bible as sickness. And then also, the word that is... Uh, um, uh, um, translated sorrows is the Hebrew word marko, and it is translated pain. And so what if you read it again, the Bible is saying Jesus bore our sicknesses and carried our pains. Amen. And so this is, this is very foundational. It, we need to understand that Jesus, when he came and he died on the cross, he bore our sicknesses. He, he put our sicknesses, and we'll talk more about it, put our sicknesses upon himself, and he carried our pain so that we do not have to experience that anymore. Jesus did not just die for us to be saved spiritually. Jesus died for us to be completely saved. The word um, salvation in the Greek is satirio, and basically it means complete spirit, soul, and body. God wants us to be completely healed. So Isaiah was saying to us that Jesus carried, he bore our sicknesses and carried our pain. Amen. And, and when you look at this particular passage, everywhere else in the scripture it is revealed that Jesus is bearing. Now, the other thing that we need to understand also is that word bear, the, the, the or word that is used, he bore, that means Something was put upon Jesus, and Jesus carried it away. 
Amen. Um, so the, what the Bible is telling us is that our sickness, our sin, our sorrows, our uh, 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 fault, all the things that we, our frailties, all of our weaknesses, they were put upon Jesus, and Jesus carried it away. There is a, 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 a passage in Leviticus that talks about the scapegoat, uh, what God was telling Moses and Aaron concerning um, the sin, and you know how the, the, the children of Israel needed to atone for their sins. He told them that the high priest needed to get a, um, two, two goats, one of them were, were supposed to be uh, um, killed and sacrificed, and the other one, the, the, the children of Israel would put their hands upon the, the, the animal, and then they would allow it to go into the field. And that, that goat would be the scapegoat. It would carry away the sins of, of the, the children of Israel. And that's what Jesus did. When he came, he took our places, he became our substitute, and he bore our sins and our sorrows. He bore our sicknesses and our pains. Amen. The Bible also tells us that Jesus, uh, uh, when Isaiah was prophesying to, about Jesus, he was t pointing to Jesus as the Lamb of God, the Messiah of God, who was going to come and who was going to take upon himself our sickness and our disease. And when he died on the cross and uh, uh, he was going to pay the, the penalty for sin. The Bible tells us in um, Psalm 107 verse 20, God said, uh, the Bible says, God sent his word and healed them. And so the, the, the Bible is telling us here that the word of God is powerful. Even as I'm, I'm sharing with you and I'm, I'm declaring that God, Jesus came and took your sickness and your disease. As you are listening to the word of God, there is a power in the word of God to bring healing and deliverance to you wherever you are. Amen. Wherever you are, whatever you are facing, the word of God is powerful. The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 4 that the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit, and is a discerner of the, thought, the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is alive and Every time the word of God goes, it carries the life of God and it brings healing and deliverance and provision. And we can experience the power of God in the word. So Jesus, the Bible tells us in John chapter 1 verse 1 that Jesus is the word of God. So when God sent his word, that Jesus he was sending, Jesus is the living word. He is God's word personified. In John 1, 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him nothing was made. In verse 13, is the Bible says, I mean verse 14, the Bible says, And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten Son of God, full of grace and truth. Amen. So the Bible is telling us here that Jesus is the Word. And wherever Jesus comes, the manifestation and the power of God and the Word of God, when it is released, the power of God is there to bring healing and deliverance and salvation for you. The Bible, Jesus also said uh, um, when he came 
on this side, the Bible says he emptied himself of his divine attributes in order to take upon himself a form of a servant so that he can die on the cross and pay the price for our sins so that we do not have to experience the, 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 the penalty of sin and sickness and disease anymore. Turn with me to Philippians chapter 2. I want to show you something. Philippians chapter 2 in the Amplified Bible. Philippians chapter 2. Look at verse 5 and 6. I mean 5 to, to 7. The Bible says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen. Who, that's Jesus, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing all the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think of this equality with God was something to be eagerly grasped or retained, but stripped himself of all his privileges and rightful dignity so that he may assume the guise of a servant, a slave, in that he became like us and was born as a human being in order to pay the price for our sin. Jesus emptied himself in order to allow uh, 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 to identify with us so that he may be able to pay the price so that we can experience healing and deliverance. The Bible tells us that when Jesus came, he came as a man. He, he, he um, walked the face of the earth. He was anointed by God. He, by the Holy Spirit, he broke the power of sickness and disease. He saved us from our sin. He healed our body. And wherever Jesus went, Jesus manifested himself. Amen. And then when Jesus went on the cross, he paid the price fully for our sins so that we can be completely healed. Look at Matthew chapter 8. In Matthew chapter 8 verse 16, the Bible says, When the evening was come, they brought unto him, that's Jesus, many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word, and heal all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, He, Jesus, himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Remember I shared with you earlier, I said this, the word that, that is used in, the, in Isaiah for grief, the, the, that was translated grief and, and sorrows, it was, is the same word for sickness, and pain. And Matthew here using the scripture and using the, the, the scripture by the, 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 the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he is interpreting what Isaiah was saying. And he said, Isaiah prophesied that Jesus himself bore our sickness, I mean, infirmity, and carry our sicknesses and disease. Amen. The second reason that we need to understand concerning the, uh, um, Jesus uh, um, bearing our sins and our um, sickness is that Jesus fulfilled Isaiah prophecy. He, he came and he fulfilled the prophecy. When you look at uh, um, the prophecy in Isaiah chapter 53, Jesus fulfilled every aspect 
of that prophecy. That's why we can anchor our faith in the atonement, that, that we can claim healing, we can claim deliverance, we can claim soundness of life, we can claim prosperity, we can claim uh, 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 protection because what Jesus did on the cross. Amen. The Bible tells us he fulfilled every aspect of the prophecy. If you look in Isaiah chapter 53 verse 4, it says he bore our grief and carried our sorrows. Amen. And, and Matthew said our infirmities and our sicknesses. Amen. Matthew was interpreting what Jesus accomplished. Through the power of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit, the life of God flowed through Jesus to bring healing and deliverance to everyone Jesus came in contact with. There was no one who Jesus came in contact with that he did not heal, minister to, or, 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 or deliver. Amen. Jesus never t said to anybody, well, God, it is not God's will for you to be healed. Everyone he came in contact with, he ministered to them and brought healing and deliverance to them. Amen. When he was on this eye, wherever he went, he ministered to the sick, he ministered to the poor, he delivered those who were oppressed, he opened the blind eyes, he raised the, the, those who were crippled and paralyzed, he uh, 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 raised them up. Amen. The dead he raised up, the lepers he cleansed. He did all of that, demonstrating that he, Jesus, was Jehovah Rapha. And he came to demonstrate to us, to show us that it is God's will for us to experience healing and deliverance. Look at Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. The Bible says, as he touched them, there was a flow of God's power in their lives, and every one of them experienced healing. The Bible says, Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all who were sick and were taken with diverse diseases and tormented, and those who were possessed with demons, and those who were lunatic, and those who were paralyzed, and he healed them all. Amen. Everyone who came to Jesus, he healed. He ministered to them. He delivered them. He set them free. Amen. The Bible used the word in Isaiah chapter 53, the word bow. And that word is translated in the Hebrew is Nasa. It means to lift up and to take away. Amen. So Jesus lifted up our sickness and disease and he took it away. Amen. And so if you are sick in your body, Jesus is here to lift up that sickness and that disease from you and take it away. Amen. We can believe God. We can stand on the promises of God. And we can trust that God has come to take it. The Bible tells us in Isaiah, if you look in Isaiah 53, verse 11 and 12, the Bible says that um, concerning Jesus bearing our sins and our iniquities and carrying them away. That is the same word that is used to carry our sins away. It's the same word that is used in verse 4 where Jesus carried our sickness and our disease away. Amen. And so we, we can stand on the promises and we can understand that God wants us 
to be healed. He removed our sins and our sorrows. He removed our iniquities from us. He removed our sickness from us. He removed the bondages and the oppression from us. He removed those things that hinder us that we can stand on the promises and experience the power of God. Turn to First Peter chapter 2. Let me show you something. First Peter chapter 2. Peter is another one who pointed to Isaiah's prophecy also. Amen. Isaiah prophesied about the Messiah coming. Matthew shared the fulfillment when Jesus was here, demonstrating and, and showing, uh, 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 pointing back to Isaiah that Jesus was the fulfillment of the prophecy that Isaiah prophesied. Now Peter now is writing after Jesus has risen from the dead and gone to sit at the right hand of God the Father. Look at what Peter said. He said, Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. First Peter chapter 2, verse 21 to 24. Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was any God found in his mouth. Who, when he was revealed, revealed not. Again, when he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him who judged righteously, who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, and we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. Amen. Now notice in Isaiah, Isaiah said, by whose stripes he, um, we are healed. Isaiah was pointing to Jesus um, ex establishing this, this thing that started in the past and was continuing in the, in the future. Now Peter now go looking back at uh, 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 Jesus on the cross. Peter said, by whom stripes we were healed. That means it started in the past and ended in the past. It is a done deal. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Your sickness and disease has been paid for. Amen. Your, your, your sins have been paid for. Uh, um, whatever oppression you, or, or, or whatever you face, it has been paid for. Jesus paid for it and it is completed. It is done. Peter is saying it started its end. Jesus has completed the payment for your sacrifice, I mean for your healing, and so you can experience healing. Peter, uh, uh, Paul said it this way. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, he said, God made Jesus to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Jesus was our substitute. He took our place. He was sinless. He did not sin, but he took our place. He bore our sins in his body. And when he was beaten by the, the, the Romans, when he was condemned to death, when he was beaten on the, uh, uh, before he went on the cross, every stripe that Jesus experienced, in fact, as I said, when he, the way he was beaten, we couldn't even recognize him. He was beaten so much that we couldn't be recognized. And every stripe on Jesus' back was for your healing and for my healing. And we can experience the grace and the power 
of God. Look at Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. The Bible says he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by whose stripes we are healed. Jesus paid the price. The third reason, the curse that came as the result of the fall has been broken. Say it with me. So the curse has been broken. The curse has been broken. When Jesus came, he died on the cross and he paid the price. And the curse is broken once and for all. We do not have to live under the curse anymore. It has been broken. As they pierced Jesus on his side, as they nailed his hands and his feet to the cross and lifted him up and put him, Jesus himself. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm-hmm.